The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! We touched on our, our dearly departed, notorious RBG last week. Um, but did you guys see? Did you see? And yes, we knew, of course. We had the list of potential nominees, but did you see the final pick? Are you talking ACB? <laughs> the new RGB is ACB? I love it. No, she doesn't deserve a fucking acronym. Amy mm-hmm. Coney Barrett. Now, Coney. Is, is Coney your middle name or is it, was that her maiden name? Why isn't it hyphenated? That was her sorority nickname because she used to be able to take 12 inches real easy. Hey, Whoa, just like, the, like a Coney just dog. Like Nathan, no, I, no, just I like get Nathan's. the joke. Just like Nathan's. <laughs> I get so, the sonic so reference, you fat fuck. So she's, <laughs> she's, our, she's our quartz Joey Chestnut. Yeah. She could just hammer dogs down her gullet. What's a Joey Chestnut? Joey oh, Chestnut's the guy that beater. Yeah, he's from San Jose, California. What up? Oh, really? Just yeah, he's got to beat really Kobayashi in the hot look dog how, eating Look contest. how excited Sean was that I one know. of his brethren. We got that and the Sharks, and that's it. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, and, and the Lost Boys. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, the Lost Boys was in Santa Cruz. Oh, that's sorry, over, that's sorry, on the sorry. other, over the hill, we call it. Banana Slugs? Uh, <laughs> Amy Coney Barrett. Who I, I'm who, affectionately calling uh, Plenary Indulgence Barbie. Wait, because say, that, say that again. Plenary wow. indulgence, Barbie. If you don't know what plenary indulgence is, it's these stupid things in Catholic dogma that allow you to like, the, like the end the movie dogma where they're like, we bless this archway, so anybody that walks through automatically oh God, has all great. their sins. So she the did, Catholics are notorious for stupid ritualistic, like all oh, your sins are gone. Oh, like big giant hats and smoking <laughs> balls through a fu- okay, um, very strange. So, so it, my the biggest problem in in when she got when she got um, when she got actually put on as a federal judge they do hearings as well and the biggest uh the diane feinstein who's got her own fucking issues um diane feinstein asked her do you think your personal beliefs will interfere with your decision making in law yeah and she basically assured that it would not however privately she seems to be doing everything but that from a, well, from from what she's saying like as far as yeah. what she would be supporting i guess it would make sense to actually talk about her personal beliefs uh, do it because i it. mean we that, talked about it yesterday it's weird and it's I had no weird. idea. I have no idea who this woman is. I, I, I no clue about her background. You were kind enough to kind of point me in the right direction. So I went, I kind of rabbit hole a little bit. For sure. Um, and by the end of the night, I joined people. <laughs> people of of did you? <laughs> yeah. uh, and I mean, I read, I did a little reading up on this and like my grandparents and my family was pretty Catholic growing up. We went to Catholic school. I was an altar server. Like my grandpa was in the Knights of Columbus and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is some next level fucking, like, hardcore right. Catholicism. So, to be fair, I thought I was going to get a handmaiden. 
I know. Kind of didn't play out. That it didn't way. play no, out that no. way. Oddly enough, it's didn't? a totally different kind of handmade thing. Right? <laughs> really? So, is. I so thought there were hand jobs <laughs> involved. I feel like it's false advertising. We were talking at least clean up my puke. You and whore. I think I got confused between handmade and au pair. And au pair, oh, au pair is where yeah. you want. That's what I want. That's what you want. I don't have a fucking kid for you a need take a, care yeah. of. Yeah. You need an oddly thin <laughs> French girl. Yeah, it would free up a lot of her time. That's what I'm saying. So, but but people of praise are uh, after looking into it. You guys can do your own research. This isn't an indictment upon who she is. It just no. leads me to believe certain philosophies she may have. Mm-hmm. When you're that hardcore into a group that tells you who to marry, when to marry, where to mm-hmm. work. I mean, well, they have, it's like an advisor that gives you suggestions, which you, we see this in the evangelical community too. They try to keep everything in its own little bubble. Like you're not go, you're not going out to bars. Obviously, you're not uh, talking to people outside of your church about things that matter to you. Like we would, we would just talk to our buddies about. I've opened my heart to bar. Tenders I've never met before. That happens quite a bit to some sure. people. But it's like, what the, like, you know. It's compartmentalizing. It's compartmentalizing. Yeah. They're keeping them in a bubble. It's fucked up. Well, I mean, that is what is a cult is. Yeah. And if you're going to talk about this organization, maybe it's fair to call it a cult. Maybe it isn't. I, I having read enough about it, I'm like, it kind of seems culty. It, it, well, it, CrossFit's a cult, that, like Aaron said. Yeah, like CrossFit's a cult. You could be cult-ish about anything in your Saints life. Saints fans. You cult. could be, absolutely, <laughs> obviously, no doubt. No doubt. obviously. Bill's ne- Mafia? Come but, on. Cult. Mm-hmm. Just saying, those yeah. fat fucks. Yeah. So, but, but, dude, her type, her type, I forgot the name of the type of Catholicism. Maybe we can ask Carol. Maybe we can ask Carol. It starts with an E. It's a particular type of Catholicism. Hey, Carol. Yes, Aaron. I, I, I know it's early in the show, my dear, but can you look up the particular part of Catholicism that our newly um, nominee Amy Coney Barrett is involved with? It says here, boys, it's a philosophical branch of Catholicism called Epicureanism. I like their cookbook. Yeah, dude. Well, look at Carol with the zingies. Bing. Uh, bing. Um, <laughs> Epicurean paradox, I believe. Right, Bobby? Yes, That's sir. what you said. Um, Epicurean paradox. And Epicurious being a, 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 a basic. Okay. For, let's back up all the way. They're, number one, they're what's considered apologists. I don't mind yep. the basic philosophical principle that this gets to, which is enjoyment of food, of friends. That's all great. I literally did that today and I'm doing that right now. However, the thing that bothers me the most is they're firm believers of speaking in tongues. It's part of what they do. And that's like a hard evangelical thing. This is like snake dancing, fucking those fucking Christians. And there's parts of the belief system here that bothers me a little bit, not because it's not your right to do so. It's because we are putting one of the nine Hopefully that will grow when other things happen in different administrations. But one of nine people into the most powerful court in in potentially the world. Yep. So I want to make sure that that person is as unaffiliated with anything dealing with fucking woohoo or hoo-ha at all. You need to be right down the middle do, at law and law only. It's hard for me to reconcile the fact that she has these beliefs that are just right. out of the box. And the, the far right believes <clears throat> that that's, that this is, we're getting back to a time. They're thinking that this is the balance because the court has been so, you know, um, let's say neutral when it comes to their decisions That's with the religious point. stuff. That's the entire point. Um, and people forget that number like, oh, well, you can't just look at whoever's personal beliefs and everything. But I'm like, no matter what, that really shapes this prism that our constitution is being viewed through. There's a reason we're, why we're, they, this person is a prism. We're seeing there are decisions for our country that are going to be made based on her personal beliefs, whether she 
is doing it subconsciously or whether she's doing Amen. it on purpose, no matter what. I, I would say that everyone on that court right now, now that we have eight sitting members, probably has some sort of spiritual advisor that they talk to, whether it's a, you know, they're just a priest, priest, or a, rabbi, you know, whatever. rabbi yeah, you know, what have you, their yoga instructor, personal trainer, whatever the fuck they talk to. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> it, uh. I don't think it's out of the question that this woman would be allowed to talk to somebody that's going to give them counsel. Yeah. Okay. The problem is, and I think where the disconnect comes in is like, but if we are dealing with a little more of a culty kind of situation, you start to run into like, typically these people come at you with what they would call supreme authority. Mm -hmm. What I say kind of fucking goes Mm -hmm. And this is the way you need to live your life. And if, if she were to go to some her lead or handmaid right. or whatever the handmaid yeah. fuck they yeah. call it, yeah. um, and, and she's not going to be able – I don't know. She's going to get counsel that I think could be – Damaging, yeah. and, and, and well, do they ask? Are they like, "Hey, you, know, you talk to us about your well, trouble at work too"? And well, well, I mean, your no, trouble no, no, at work they, decides the fate of Americans' I just, lives. I think it just needs to be a bigger conversation. She's actually these hearings can go on for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Like we could put her up there and ask her a ton of questions. These questions have to be asked. I think at this point, I think at this point, they're they're almost resolved to the fact that she's going to be. Um, put yeah, through. but but, yeah. but just now, because she now. says she's going to do one thing, what does that mean? It doesn't like, mean what anything. That, it means it's nothing, words. Sean. It's yeah. all words. All you can do is take her by her record, and her record says that she would abolish. Um, the ACA. Her belief system dictates that she would abolish Roe v. Wade. Her belief system dictates that the, any measures of climate change yeah. moving forward would be renouncedly put down. Those no, are working the, towards those, the end of the world. Those, we need to get that to happen faster. Well, I don't think she's a messiah, messianic Christian. I don't know. Uh, who knows? I, wh- there's so many different branches and sects, but she definitely believes in Mexican Jesus. <laughs> definitely Mexican <laughs> Jesus. I heard he's my favorite. He looks the best in stone on a mountaintop. She's really pretty does. good with Shiva. Mm. Uh, Shiva gets run in that household. <laughs> Um, but no, it should be concerting for everybody. But um, I think yeah, it should be. Yeah. I think ACA is gone if she gets in there. Um, her, her position on that is pretty clear. Roe v. Wade probably stands, but her position is she's going to defund anything government uh, associated Planned to abortion. I mean, yeah. Planned Parenthood. It's done. Um, which, mean, which means that which if, means poor people don't get to have only rich people gynecological care. Yeah, so. only rich people get abortions now. Mm-hmm. You know, like the good old days. Yeah, when we're great again. Speaking of uh, the good old days, yeah, brother. Um, number one, welcome back to the riskiest of wheels. This is the whiskey reel. I hope everybody has enjoyed their week. Uh, we're enjoying your uh, beautiful Sunday here in Durango. We got foosball. We got a little whiskey. We got our bros. That's you know that's all you can ask for these days. I'll tell you. Um, to my left is. Is the sweet reverend. Uh, he is also the uh, captain of the now defunct SS Chadinsky. It has been put it's to the bottom now. of the ocean. Oh, has it? Um, yeah, oh, I thought yeah. it was just no, a we, 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 we made sure we sank that. <laughs> pulled the, pulled the cork on that one. We pulled the cork on it. And, uh, you know, a questionable chromosome count, my friend. Sean Moriarty. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Yeah. And to my left is Squatch Toe. <laughs> Thank you. Is that, my, <laughs> is that my native name? Now? No, your name Squatch-toe. is it's Squatchtoe von Gashman of the wow. Tallahassee Gashmans. Yeah, this has been the weirdest, weirdest evolution of it's nicknames. It's been very strange. Yeah, it's, it's not ending. It, I know, but <laughs> Gashman has only begun. Uh, well, oh, to my left is my brother in arms, your favorite, Sir 
Antonio Branderas. Wow. I got knighted. Um, you've been knighted, sir. Thank you, sir. Um, Appreciate that. In some sort of weird French tradition. Is that when you put your penis on my shoulder? So that's what that was? Uh, <laughs> is that, oh, is I didn't that, know that was that old. I thought that, that's your, how you knight There's people, There's a name right? for that when you just like leave your dick on somebody. <laughs> and I can't remember what it's called. It's, it's, like it's not teabagging, but it's like, yeah. It's like, or yeah. Like, I thought is, it was called the parrot on the shoulder, dude. Yeah, you just, Isn't that called the fucking... drop it on there? Yeah. Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. I hope Sean will tell you about his wonderful anniversary vacay with lovely little Katie. Mm -hmm. Bobby will tell you about all of his uh, running arounds and and things and stuff that he's always up to. What? Um, (laughs) His running around. I've been known for a running around here and there. You're a run around Sue. That's what you are. Uh, Thank you. So we're going to talk a little whiskey we've never talked about before. Back in the day, in the defunct version of the Whiskey Reel, we did Elijah Craig, their barrel proof, which won <sighs> Whiskey of the World, actually, at that year. That and year. we were nice enough to procure some. That was probably one of our most unhinged it, episode twos well, as well. Listen, <laughs> it, listen, Elijah Craig, the B210 or whatever it's called, it was 136 proof. Yeah. We drank that bottle and things went bad. Yes. Um, so I'm pretty this, sure you were angrily crying about your ex-wife during that one. That's <laughs> that was three months of this show. Uh, so <laughs> so let's was. just be honest. But um, oh. right now we're drinking the OG, brother. Any good bar in your city will have this bottle, period. True. Um, it's actually a bottle I'm lacking right now because I'm not trying to buy new product for obvious yeah. reasons during the old uh, Rona. But this is Elijah Craig Small Batch, man, 1789. Uh, one, I believe I want to go out on the record and say the first bourbon in America. I want to go on the Elijah Craig being the first distiller, I think of note. Oh, we might need um, a... Well, some, Elijah Craig may have been the first distiller, but I think when they started making... At some point, someone just purchased the recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. It was named right. after it's, the original guy. It might be guy. the oldest recipe um, they found. 94 proof. Yeah. This is not uh, for the weak of heart. Not for However, however on some rocks, um, this is... You forget how good Elijah Craig is. It clocks in at a not hefty. Speaking of some of the other whiskeys we've had recently, not hefty, $34, which is, see, this is what we were talking about with some of the whiskeys we've done that were up near 50, where the value isn't there. You just don't feel good drinking it. This, you would pay 45 bucks for, but it's $10 less. Mm -hmm. Um, It's always priced right. Um, They do a great job. It's hyper consistent. The same Elijah Craig you'll have 10 years from now will taste exactly the same. Yep. The master distiller does an amazing job making sure this is done and consistent. It's not overly buttered. It's not overly nope. Kentuckied. It's not overly barreled. It's still got some really good zip, got some good lift to it. It's got all the notes that you want, but it's not beating you over the head with the caramels not and, a the, single and, the, one. and the candy bars. Not a single flavor note. Is It is all part of one big collective. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. very One of the better consistently distilled and leveled off bourbons on the market and yep. has been for a very long time. Very mm-hmm. beautiful bourbon. Yeah. And you can sip it or you can mix it and I wouldn't be mad yeah. if you did an Elijah Craig old fashioned. Yeah. You wouldn't get a sideways glance from me. No, sir. Because the proof's going to hold up against sugar. Yep. Even though sipping it, Sorry, bro. This 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 is like eighty. Yeah. This is not ninety four. Definitely, I got it neat over here, so it's definitely hotter, but it's not over the. T- it does, and it doesn't have a like. I don't feel like it's stripping me- the membrane of my throat away with its right. heat, like some of the less refined or yeah. or you know worse barreled. Well, I don't. We don't want to go back and kind of peel back through the ones we didn't like as much. I don't want to like shit on people, but recently we've had ninety proof whiskeys. Yeah. 
that can't even hold the nuts of Elijah Craig. No, um, I, and no. it, they're ten dollars more. So Doesn't I don't. Make any I mean, sense. I don't, this, I don't, this bottle at this price point is a inside the park mm-hmm. home yeah. run. Amen. Sure. Mm-hmm. Amen, mean, brother. It's yeah. this like, is a home like, bar. This like, is a home bar fucking a, staple too. You should if you need a, to have yeah. a bourbon, just have this. If you're if you entertain folks, amen. Right. This yeah. is like Rod Carew hitting an inside the park home run. First of all, the best football player of the 20th century. That's the thing. I was like, you're talking about touchdown, 100-yard touchdown runs. Yes, sorry. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Thank Uh, you. For those of you listening to the His colleague, Gail Sayers, just passed away. His colleague, Gail Sayers. (laughs) Well, they had a a memorial. Backfield with Rod Carew and Gail Sayers. They had a memorial for both of them during halftime of the Browns game today. Moment of silence. You remember that Pro Bowl with Junior Seau and Rod Carew? It brought tears to my eyes. Rod um, um Anyway, guys, we love you. <laughs> I'm never going to uh, live it down. No, you're never going to. But never. buy Elijah Craig if you're a fan. It's this fantastic. is a little bit more sophisticated than, say, like a Buff Trace. It's a little bit more barreled and heavier, which is yeah. fine. That's a style. Do whatever this you want This is a little it. bit more elegant, I think, a little mm-hmm. bit higher toned, and will stand up to mixing. Whether it's Diet Barks. Whether it's vermouth, whatever you love in your life, mm-hmm. it's diet barks. It's definitely diet barks. Um, but you can but, have it any way you like it, man. It's it's good, neat. It's good on the rocks. It's good. You can drink it. You can fucking squirt it, it in your pee hole with a dropper. Who, uh, who are our Elijah Craig people here in town? I'm trying Southern. to think. That should be yeah. Southern. That's Mr. Christopher so Forrest, Chris- Mr. C4. Yep. Um, yeah, and uh, it's oh, a great product. Great product. Yep. Um, anywho, guys. So Sean. Yes. Let's kick it over to you because you had a very, very yeah. interesting last yes. few days, buddy. Uh, I was in Denver for the last four days. We just uh, we decided at the beginning of Corona that we're like, well, there's no way we're going anywhere this summer, really, and we can't really like we feel wary about traveling anywhere. So it's uh, what's the default? We're always like, let's go to Denver and enjoy city life for four or five days because you can drive there. You don't have to deal with planes. Yes. And, okay. Yes. Yeah. And there is a very old um, uh, five, four star and four diamond hotel downtown called the Brown Palace. This is a very fancy hotel. <laughs> Tell that almost always is like it's like way out of our price range for being practical. It's usually like two fifty a night to sure. stay there, and that's on weekdays. So because of COVID, though, hey, hey. <laughs> it's like one hundred and twenty nine a night. So we were Worth like, okay, it. let's spend a few nights down there. They do like afternoon tea service every day. They have a cigar bar named after Winston Churchill where you can smoke cigars. And I got some laws. Um, it was fantastic to smoke a really good cigar. And drink laws. Things things bourbon. are people forget because you can't smoke indoors anymore. But back in the days when guys, part of being a psalm was learning cigar service as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. You forget how wonderful tobacco and bourbon are together so and good. scotch. Mm-hmm. It, there's something magic that happens because of the smokiness. But yeah, yeah dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah, good. so we did the we had our anniversary night. We went to a really fancy restaurant. Shout out to Guard and Grace in downtown Denver. If you haven't been there and you want us for a really special occasion there, they really know what the fuck they're doing. And they're fucking really good at it. I mean, we have really great restaurants in this town. Durango, for as small of a town we are, we have amazing restaurants. But when you go to a big market and you go to a place that's fucking fighting oh, a bunch of other fine dining yeah. places mm-hmm. to really stand out, like it is next level. That's and, that's why when people say like when I you, you know, and I love Durango, and I'm obviously involved in the food scene, have been for a long long time. But when people say the words fine dining, eh, settle down. You have a nice restaurant, but fine dining is a particular style of service. It's mm-hmm. so I miss it so much. And I'm so happy you got to experience X's. Yeah. That's something I truly miss is that 
type of service. There has been some changes, though. They have gotten a little bit more casual with regards to dress, though. Like Good. all of the servers are wearing jeans with their vests Amen. and ties. And uh, you don't need a jacket to dine anymore. No. You know, even though I was wearing one because I was like, fucking how often do I get to wear a sport coat? And, I, and, and, and you know what's going to save? Weird. Quote, unquote, I bet you looked fine. handsome. I looked handsome as fuck. You probably, you probably did, dude. <laughs> yeah, you did something with that hair, though, correct? I had okay. my hair cut oh, recently. thank you. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Friday. So, but... But I'm I'm happy to see that places are relaxing. I think the only yeah. chance for fine dining to exist in the next ten or twenty years, because nobody has the money to spend on it anymore, is going to be for it to calm the fuck down and settle down yeah. and take the linens off the tables and become approachable. Even though the food and the service can be awesome, you don't need to be tightwads. That's the only chance we have. Yeah, in fine they dining. were, and they weren't, and they very much <clears throat> were not tightwads. They weren't condescending Dope. at all. They were super helpful. They were uh, every but like everybody that I ran by me was. Psalm. I'm pretty sure the busser <laughs> yeah. from Ecuador was also a Psalm. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure she was a Psalm because she was like, how was the wine? And I'm like, I have never had someone that's bussing my table ask me how my Sauvignon Blanc was. Right. That's good. That's called fucking service. It's so, and it I was so it. great. So we, we, we did that. And then uh, we had the night before that, though, it was very interesting to be in a major metro area and be um, about a, a half mile away from the Capitol Hill area, mm. which is where all the protests are going on. And we were walking downtown shortly after the Breonna Taylor verdict started to hit everybody's news feeds. And so we had a huge protest go right by us. And Katie saw it happening. But me, I'm always like ever, ever like, we're fine. We could go do whatever we want. And she's like, hey, Sean, the Wells Fargo's got a bunch of boards up over the windows. And it wasn't like that when we right. came back. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, actually, look, everybody's boarding up their windows on and this you're street. Like, what the fuck? And, and then I like, remembered. Ah. And then I remembered, and then all of a sudden we just hear, what's her name? Brianna Taylor. And it's a whole group of people. And I was, I wanted to run down there, but then I was like, that's going to be a whole thing. We're going to follow it all the way down, listen to the speakers at the end. Then that's when we start dealing with the crazy red MAGA hat fuckers that want to start driving through the crowds. Yeah. And that only happened once that day. One person tried to go break the, the line, and uh, one guy rolled off the, uh, if I remember the news correctly, rolled off the hood, but didn't really get, nobody got run over. Nobody, nobody got, got seriously shot. injured. Nobody got Which shot. Which was what I was scared of, or yeah. lost an eye due to a rubber bullet or yeah. any of the above. And I'll tell you this right now, I this is the first time I've gone to Denver and been pretty much armed the entire time I was there. Yeah. I had it in our hotel room, and when we went to go walk at night, we I stuffed it that's first. I, and for I don't, sure. you know, uh, we, I was just talking to um, Rex about this and uh, I'm actually a, a good friend of mine is a gun dealer. Um, he has this like class four Homeland Security. So he can legally sell you like RPGs and shit, yeah. which is rad. But um, I think I'm going to do it, boys. Um, I think I'm going to have to get something to my house. I don't I'm not feeling overly. I'm not scared by any means. We live in a very safe place. By yeah. no means do we live in Compton. No. Um, however, I this thing is happening inside of me that is getting very kind of um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very I'm very anxious. Put it that way. I've been feeling a lot of anxiety over this. I'm sorry, guys, that we're talking about all this stuff, but fucking what do you want it's us to do? To. This is what life is right now. Well, it's Supreme you, Court justices and Brianna Taylor verdicts and fires. And I'm sorry. So your shit is fucked up. We're doing the have best you we ever, can. Have you ever owned a gun of your own that you bought and you I kept? Not. Okay. I have not. So have I you, ever had a gun? Yes. Yeah, yeah, have course, I ever bought a gun legally and licensed it and registered? No. You don't have to register them here, thankfully. No. You don't have to okay. register them. They just do a background check for you. Right. You don't have to register right. handguns Which like is, you 
in California. Luckily, my background's fine. I'm not a felon. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. But for you, it's not just like you, because you have a kid at home, well, it's a big investment. And, you're not just getting a gun, you're getting the proper listen, storage and by, for it. And, and, and listen, I don't think anybody's going to break into my house. I, no. This isn't the whole home invader uh, fucking psychosis. No, well, you're on the grave. All I you have to worry about is some I'm drunk not, guy accidentally passing out in your, yeah, but that on your couch in your front room or something. Or like if somebody walks into the wrong house. Yeah, that's what like I that? mean. Oh. Walks in the wrong um, house, passes but, out. But <laughs> that happened 15 to 19 years ago, from what I understand. <laughs> 15 to 19. Um, that's state statute limitations. This motherfucker, so this motherfucker told the Greenlight Weekend that that should happen 15 to 19 years ago. Of so the statute of limitations. Of course he did. Um, we all know better here at The Real. Um, <laughs> you could snow all those dickheads. But I thought man. I said 15 to 19 days. You said 15 mm. to 19 years. Mm, I don't know. Uh, you said anywhere. this was a generation well, we'll ago. Uh, generation I was listening to the episode on my way here to try to mine things to make fun of you for Now that my daughter is turning 11 next month, she's handled firearms responsibly. She's been taught how by her grandfather. I feel comfortable. I don't feel like I need to necessarily even. She has the proper amount of fear and respect. It's not just a movie. This isn't bullshit with her. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not scared of an invasion, but do you know where I'm coming from with this? Something feels it's like my spidey sense is tingling Mm -hmm. by virtue of the rest of the country. It feels like something due to the election, win or lose uh, this left side, right side, red, blue, nothing is going to be taken. Well, nothing's going to be okay. Yeah. The other side is going to be upset and there will be repercussions both ways. And I just, I don't know, man, I f- I'm feeling very anxious. Bobby, you've I'm never really it. talked about guns, but you did say, I've heard you mention that, you know, your family were gun uh-huh. people. You had yeah. guns. And you served up. in the armed you forces. You served in the armed forces. Like, so yeah. once you serve in the armed forces, doesn't that give you like, don't you have a concealed carry forever? You can carry guns no, on you. Not the that's not, the oh, no, that's that a cop. That's if you're a cop. Sorry. Yeah. Totally uh, different unless, thing. Yeah. Um, we, we, we shot AR 15s. Once a year or whatever, yeah, yeah. And fucking. But do you um, have I had, guns I had now? to do more training because I did escort duty overseas. Oh, okay, um, so I had to carry a sidearm. So I mean, I had a little tiny bit more training than like your typical airman, I guess. Mm. But still, I mean, I was just. You know. Yeah, but do you own guns now? Uh, no, no. Um, I used to own firearms. Um, I went through some legal issues and I had to get rid of some of firearms. <laughs> I haven't like reaccomplish yeah. that. Yeah. Again, yeah. 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 You know, but I'm going to, I mean, I, I definitely, I like is, owning. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, and I'm not a, I'm and not, honestly, all I need is a revolver with one bullet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so dark. Just, <laughs> maybe too. Just make if sure. If I get into sort of a murder. Oh, so you're the opposite. And Aaron, you're coming kind of, this is kind of late for, for like, <laughs> I, now, that, response, now that I broke up, I don't need that you the second up. bullet. <laughs> oh, you know what you need? You need a safe that has the double key that you turn with somebody else at the same time. No, I know. When we both agreed. But you're kind of late to the party because like I'll tell you right I'm now I'm not late to the party I was uh, I, I shotgunned my whole life I've had them in my oh, house yeah. no, but my what I mean is, is is when Rona started and we started to get in the more apocalyptic like news articles and things really start and then all of a sudden the protests and everything Shh. and it got hotter that's when I fucking went and got another gun Shh. that was small and easy to carry Sean, on my person never, and stocked up on bullets so I, I feel like were you too busy I didn't buy the, the beginning hy- of that? I didn't buy the hysteria hmm. um, I knew yeah. people panic anytime a frog for it, somebody panics. Yeah. I'm not, I don't get very affected by other people's panic. Mm. I'm reading fucking tea leaves at this point mm. throughout the course of all the news organizations, whether it's domestic or international. Yeah. I'm trying to f- like really see the world for what it is right now. And right now, 
I'm not scared, but I'm anxious. And that mm. anxiety is bothering me that I'm anxious. I've never been afraid of anybody breaking in. I've never been being robbed. Um, but I will assure you damn well, if shit jumps off, I've got two beautiful women that I need to protect and yep. friends that I love and a mother. And I, I, I need to feel that I'm going to be okay, regardless of what transpires, mm-hmm. whether it's an EMP or this dickhead decides he wants to have a third term or whatever yeah, the fucking, right? I need to make sure that we're okay. And, and that goes, when I say we, I mean, even you guys, myself, my daughter, my girl, my mom, like my friends, the people in my community, mm-hmm. like this is further reaching than me thinking a, jo- a crackhead's going to break into my house. Exactly. I don't give a fuck about that. I've no. dealt with crackheads my whole life. This is bigger than that now. Yeah, I've and never closes his windows and yeah. doors and oh, like, I'd lock uh, my time, shit. Oh yeah, so do I. Because I, I was raised. Up and every know. door in the house is fucking wide open. Well, you're every fam- window. Fam- famous for it because because yeah. Rex is driven <laughs> by your lights place. Lights are on. Rex is driven by your place. Playing still. And it's I, 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Rex is driven by your place and went, does Bobby close his fucking door ever? Not, not really. I mean, you know, no. whatever. And, and how beautiful is it to live in a place where that's okay? It's a, well, it's okay, that's but it's great. stupid. Like uh, it's Pascal's well, wager. It's like, why not just lock the door just in case? Sure. It doesn't make any sense. Sure. Well, if you're the type to constantly leave your keys at home, not know where your phone is or wake up in other people's houses, I can get how it can be hard to get into the front door. <laughs> so <laughs> leave it open. Sometimes you can't get into to the door of somebody else's house. I know I it's so strange. Why do they do that? I do have a lights on policy now, just so I can see which house is mine. Good for you. Good for you. You brother. put up Christmas lights. You're gonna leave up all year. I'm like, oh, unless I see that Santa Claus yeah, that the, elf. The Jewy ones, the blue and white ones. Please yes. put those up. The, ju- um, the Jewy ones. The Jewy, the Jewy ones. Christmas. Yes, they're the surprisingly Christmas affordable. Um, oh, get it? That was a cheap Jew joke, guys. You like that? <laughs> um, anywho, I said surprisingly. So anyway, that that's kind of the the the, the two cents on that. But Sean. Uh, what else did so? What did you see in Denver? We went on a huge tangent. I'm sorry, but we honestly so we went. Uh, we wanted to do one thing on this trip that we never do on any of these trips we take, and that's to pretty much not have an itinerary whatsoever. Good for you. And that way, there's no anxiety because any we always end up fighting over shit like, oh, we're going to be late to this. So we pretty much just winged it, and we're like, to, I guess today we'll go to the museum. So we went out and checked the Denver Art Museum out. They had some really cool shit. Um, they had a couple exhibits that are in the middle. They're inst- they're in between installations, so there wasn't a whole lot. But they had um, a collection of old British portraits from a private collection that were very interesting and creepy as fuck. Um, they And then they had a whole exhibition that was about light, which was one of those ones where you can see where they're like, holy shit, we have a whole cavalcade of shit that we can't really frame in a specific way. So let's go with something super elemental like light. And we could write blurbs about light for days. And so none of the shit really had to do with itself. It was just all like you could interpret it through like this is this is what happens when light's shown on this. This oh, is, this is how inner light is. Right. And there was some weird shit, but it was cool. Aren't artists, um, the, aren't artists the worst? They are. They, they just take full license to be art, such douchebags. But I will never go it. to. Yeah, I'll never go to like a gallery opening type thing. And I don't want to hear an artist tell me about what his art is. I'll decide what your fucking art is, buddy. That's yeah, kind of how, how it works. works. Um, and then the only other thing we did is we went to a theater that had a 4DX presentation of Tenet, the new Christopher Nolan. If you guys don't know what uh, 4DX is, 4DX is um, sort of a remnant from old 50s presentations of B movies. 
movies. Smell a vision. Now it's the this is the they have 3D, they have different things to try to get people to spend money on an experience that they can't have at home. Turn it into something different. So 40X is every row of four seats is on like a motion thing, like a motion ride. They have lights, they have environmental effects like smoke, and they spray water at you during certain things. And it was actually really cool the way they presented it. Like when people are running, it makes you feel like you're running. So when you right. see first person of running, That's you rad. feel like you're running. As they do panning shots, your seat turns, so you're turning with it. Oh, okay. That's um, cool. It's uh, rad, bullets yeah. are getting shot by everybody, and you have these little like air compressors in your chair going like, pew, pew, like past your ears. That's rad. Um, when a guy gets punched in the ribs, the, there's a little ball thing in your seat like hits you in the ribs, and you're like, ah! <laughs> it's pretty cool. Dude, I'm so about some shit <laughs> yeah. like that. I don't give a fuck. I Dude, think that's it was awesome. So, it sounds corny to serious film people, but it sounds so and it doesn't, fun. It for sure doesn't work with every movie. Like I went and saw Garden State, and so it's just like a, a syringe full of fucking uh, lithium just yeah. injected me, so I could be as dead inside as yeah. I saw like on Golden Pond <laughs> in one of those theaters the whole time. It's just shaking you, so you can follow Ooh, I get, Catherine Hepburn's I get what fucking you're, bobbing I get what you're head. saying right now. Yeah, it's not cool. Tremble vision, tremble vision, vision. Michael J. Fox a vision. Sorry, sorry, I had to. It's not funny when it's Marty. I know. Too soon. But so we saw that. It was wonderful. We could talk about the movie a little bit later, but I thought it was really cool. It's like a $20 ticket, of course. Who cares? Yeah, it does, that it's super fun. Um, and, and the movie was cool, but like, like I said, it doesn't work for every presentation. They only have one theater per these giant theaters, right, and it's right. one movie can actually be in it. Because if you imagine how crazy it is just to do a 3D transfer, to basically be somebody that has to orchestrate, almost like a conductor of, a, yeah. of an orchestra, like all these different effects that have to happen at the right times for it's you. It's like a Foley artist. It is, yeah. And it's <laughs> a really, way, but it's, it's like a really well done. I'd seen something similar when I saw Ant Man a couple years ago right. in California, where it was just a motion chair, and that was cool because that movie was actually filmed with something like that in mind. Right. So it shoots you right. This wasn't necessarily filmed with this presentation in mind, but it lent really well to it. So nice. it was really fun and cool. If you can get to a 40x theater, I know I just sucked their dick for the last 15 minutes. It's a big wow. commercial for 40x, but it's that fun is, as shit. That is not our sponsor. This oh, week, and I highly suggest you eat a 50 milligram edible cookie when you go in there because it makes if, it a whole if I level ate 50 milligrams life Fuck. as we know it on this planet would end yeah. well so i ate 50 milligrams Sean, i do 10 in my life yeah that's two weeks of my life down. Yeah, well i ate 50 and then <laughs> i was like it didn't hit me very much mix, it didn't hit me that much so when we got back to the hotel room three hours later i took another 25 and that's when it all hit me at once and katie's like dude did you just eat the two pieces of cheesecake we got from the cheesecake factory at a little fridge and then I was like I'm just sitting there with fucking icing all over my face just shame. I was like uh huh you're just so fat dude I, I we had you. so much leftover food and only a tiny fridge to do it so I had to eat it so it wouldn't go bad right <laughs> She should have just divorced you for taking her to Cheesecake Factory, dude. I'm oh, I sorry. went back. We're right there by the Cheesecake Factory, so I walked down and got her more. You mean the place that has never seen a human portion? No. Ever. And you look, the and the fucked up thing is fucked they tell you place. straight up what you're doing to yourself. The Cheesecake Factory menu has the calorie counts no, for everything. They have. There is not the a first. single entree. There's not a single salad under 800 calories. Yeah. Every entree is one to so 2,000. Do, do you know the trick of the Cheesecake Factory? If There's a program at CIA, Culinary Institute, mm -hmm. that's the food management program. Yeah. They actually take you through a tour of Cheesecake Factory's R&D center mm. um, just to learn behind the scenes of how they develop recipes and things of that nature. 
Every single thing that they put in front of you from salads to anything else has a high degree of sugar. Yeah. It's their goal Mm -hmm. from the bread to the dressing Mm -hmm. to everything. That's why they give you honey butter and this. They basically turn you into a candy fat kid. They want you to come back. They want you to fucking get that sugar endorphin rush Mm -hmm. so that you want to come back and get the mother load cake, which is fucking. And we fucking. I went. We started. Fudge fucking nightmare. We started with the fried chicken sliders started with and they're they're basically four regular that's, sized chicken sandwiches yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> we call that a meal yeah, yeah but that's an app so we started with that and then shit what did Good i even have for you, an though, was your anniversary trip it was and the cheesecake kid, factory dude. is oh. one uh, cheesecake factory sets itself apart from i think all of the other like really bad chain restaurants because they actually do give a shit i had friends that were that were servers there and they actually train you really well. They, the servers know fucking everything on the menu. They know all the pairings. They know Listen, all it's, that. It's a high-end, fast fucking yeah. and fast restaurant. And the cheesecake's fucking a next level. Like, and, it's amazing what they do with cheesecake. And they do but, cook the food. They do take some They do take some shorts, but that's genetically engineered yeah. like fine dining. <laughs> like, they basically took fine dining, broke it down oh to an gosh. easy algorithm, put people in white jeans, and then sent them on yeah. their line. And their line is insane. If you've ever walked by their oh, yeah. line, it is a, it's a sight to behold well, if you've been in the, the restaurant. The menu is business. a fucking... It's, it's crazy. It's like Jerry's Deli. <laughs> yeah. It's like Jerry's Deli, but it's you like, can get every every type of food. Yeah. yeah. Chinese, Mexican, Fucking, oh, you don't like mamash? Uh, how about some General Tso's chicken? <laughs> yeah, no, they do. They have one of uh, everything. Do you want flour or corn tortillas with it? Do you need? Do you it's need? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, would you like quinoa with your lo mein? Yeah, of course. No, it no. reminds me of. <laughs> and it's the same as. Uh, that's why I like that, and I also love Jack in the Box because Jack in the Box oh has God, a cavalcade of, of shit from around the world. You can go get they a do. breakfast sandwich, a teriyaki chicken bowl, egg rolls, and like a pita, and you at have. the same place. Oh yeah, I got all. Those at once. That's and why on the five minute drive home, that's I ate why all of it. Del Taco is the superior. Del Taco fast and food Mexican because restaurant. you can get tacos and burgers. Sure. Any, any place you can get tacos chili and burgers. cheese fries and a macho burrito, dude. You're a I also um, like you can wrap too. your macho burrito <laughs> around <laughs> yeah. your crinkle fries. Oh my and God. if you don't do that, you're a, fat you're a shit. lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> you're a psychopath. But I'm crazy for dipping my fries in my Biggie Frosty. Yeah, you are. Bobby, any, what's going on? What's okay. going on? What's going on in Bobby Land lately? I'm curious. Jesus Christ, are you, you serious? Seem, I saw you. No, no. <laughs> you well, saw him when he was laying on the couch when we came in here. It can't be good. No. Well, I saw. <laughs> you earlier today at our favorite brunch place and you seemed very I, I don't want to say you seemed sad or despondent you were very kind of focused introspective and, and introspective and you just flat out seemed like you didn't want any sort of exterior like uh, stimuli you were in your a zone of some I didn't want to tell you guys that this happened and I know you don't care because you guys wanted your own table anyways but like Paco walked up to me and he's like hey I don't know if you saw, but uh, Aaron and Danielle are here. You want me to, to oh, send them over? And I was like, no. No, sir. Yeah. I was like, no. I just, all I wanted was just to be alone yeah. in that moment. Well, you I don't want to intrude I love on you guys. maybe I a romantic brunch. No, no and, I knew. and I knew that you had the folks come in and the whole thing. Yeah, too. and, so I, like, and but, I also knew I'd have a table like, soon. God, so when, no, I don't when, want to fucking when, when, right when Paco was like, hey, man, I don't think it's going to work out, I was like, totally understand we and and i even said this to my mom later on when i was having lunch uh we're having brunch i'm like i'm happy bobby did that because too often do people think they need to be nice resent you yeah it's awkward it's not fun i'd rather just have you go you know what i think i need a minute I was I'm just, very respectful of that with oh, people. Yeah. With and, and right now, I feel great. I'm in a great mood. No, no, no. I'm having fun with I you guys. I knew at the time, but though. In that moment, I was. I would have been 
shitty company. Of course. Yeah. Um, I yeah. appreciate you, you know. do, doing that. Plus, I hate when, even if you guys are regulars, you used to work there, and you're on a first-name basis with Paco. Say, I love Paco, but it's you. it also seems like he's kind of putting you guys in that weird situation. No, no, no. no, no, no. Like, no. Do you want, do you want typically, to sit together? Because typically, typically that would have happened. Yes. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I go out with Katie, oh, she's always like, please don't let anybody join our table, because it's happened to us a bunch where people just jump on the yes. table. Especially and we made a rule now that it's this, like our time. In this town... It happens constantly. And under these circumstances. And under these circumstances. A hundred percent. And it it's a very a common thing, especially when there's a 45 minute wait for a table. Right. Somebody yes. goes, dude, do you just want to come join me? Like, yeah. it's no problem. So anyway, I, I, will respect, say that, uh, I, I respectfully say thank you for doing that, by the way. I mean, yeah, I was just, I don't know. I woke up in a very, I didn't sleep very well. Mm. I've been a little, uh, I've been going pretty hard at life yeah, a little right. bit. Um, lots of work, lots of booze, lots of women. <laughs> So it's been it's only exhausting, live, Bobby. It's, only it's been exhausting. Um, I did get to see a seat at the bar last night with uh, fucking walnuts. Mm-hmm. That was great. Holy awesome. shit. We had a great time. Good. Um, he got off work, you know, called me up and I had just sat down at the bar and finished a pork chop and he wanted to come down and hang. So that was really nice. Former friend of the podcast, uh, Mike Walnuts. <laughs> um, well, after you guys ate to- dinner, was he like, can we erase all that? I yeah. don't want that dinner to have happened. Oh, wow. We got to get rid of this. <laughs> nobody heard. Nobody heard, right? He, he left and made you pay, right? Because that um, seems like classic New England Actually, he bag. fucking paid for our no, entire my, Mike is the opposite of that. Oh. He, You have to yeah. fight him for and, everything. And I got to stop him so from he's doing like me. this shit. See, no wonder I don't like him because we're too much alike. You got to fight him for every check. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a miserable I man. I have he to is. like sneak off and pay waiters behind him. Yeah, um, yeah He's yeah. one of those guys. We had a great time. We talked some Good. weird uh, futuristic uh, business ideas that we're pondering. Mm. So, yeah. Well, I'll make sure he has no time to do that. I know you will. <laughs> you gonna have your? Are you guys putting together like an, an old school internet cafe slash like tiki bar? So it'll be like Mike, Lucas. By the you, way, Mike, Mike Walnuts. and I have almost developed forty seven different businesses over the years. Which is he is a fantastic. That's a guy. very specific number. Are you counting? Like is yeah, that like Maker's forty seven? It's kind of his <laughs> I'll, thing. I'll say but, this, but he but, he's a great guy to be able to bounce off ideas with because okay. he gets he so excited and he's and he's awesome. He's never been more excited than he is right now. <laughs> and what he doesn't understand, and I tried to explain this to him, this is a three to five year uh, business plan wherein I gather video evidence of the wealthiest people in town and blackmail them. Oh, like, oh perfect. perfect. It's obviously so not going to Durango. Be, I'm not going to put that on the cards. You're Durango no. TMZ. <laughs> kind Pretty much. Yeah. But I figured out a way that we can definitely get video of every idiot in this town that has money doing blow off some. Well, they canceled, snowdown, so have to wait. they canceled Snowdown, so you're going to have to wait. They canceled Snowdown, Bobby. We'll have to wait because that's the perfect time to catch oh, no, all no. of them. Oh, no, no. This yeah, is you want to see. Listen, Snowdown. You want to see. Fucking boof some LSD. Wow. I'm gonna. I'm, wow. You're beeping that. Yeah, you're gonna have to fucking beep that name. Uh, Holy that. shit. That was very I'm specific. It all. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, former mayor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, that's all. That's super. I just noticed weird. you were. I just noticed you were in your hyper zone. So I was very much. I figured I'd ask you on yeah, the podcast. I, I, I went through I, this week. I, I and I'll wrap it up. It was uh, a lot. I, did, I went through a lot with my family. Stuff oh, okay. went through mm. a lot. Everything uh, good? Kind of putting the final touches on the breakup thing. Copy. Uh, gotcha. Which gotcha. one? The the 
Oh, sorry. Like the big breakup or the nah, the big breakup. Yeah, the the big breakup, not the the other one didn't matter. Not the much. Nashville breakup. No, the Nashville. Okay, breakup. doesn't matter. That one went pretty seamless. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what that's what happens when you just tear the bandaid off, like <laughs> really real hard. That, really tore that bandaid off when you wax um, the hairy vag. Just Harry and the Henderson the fuck out of her with one strip, <laughs> just one depend size strip. Get go on, get in. go on. Once you here, you get go on. Get. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah, that's how i break up with people of course that's Just, you're gonna hate me in like five t minutes. minus yeah. yeah i've already fucked your two best friends yeah and i'm working on your mom i figured i'd so. get it out of the way oh, yeah, that, that, that went really i bad. figured that conversation yeah, yeah for sure um oh god but i'm at least uh, it's good to see that you came around because like i said we right. always get up for the show because it's fun for us and all that good stuff so um how any, about you homie um Businesses you open yet another bar because why not just keep opening bars during when no business is happening? Rooftop, um, the rooftop did, bar. Yeah, did that. Um, I'm. I think I'm done opening or having new projects. I, I think I'm done for a minute. I get to at least just dig my heels in, grow a little bit of roots. Well, I just saw an stand. article in the Herald that said that uh, they're going to be sending you to Grand Junction to open six locations. Oh, that's perfect. And they said um, you love Grand Junction well, because of how conservative everybody is yeah, out dude, there. So. Grand mm-hmm. Junction is the shit. The wind blows all the time, but at least the people are rude. Yeah, for sure. And nobody <laughs> tips well. Um, just, they're terrible people, and I hope yeah. a nuclear bomb goes off above them and all of the women and children perish sure. slowly. In a glass dome. Uh, yeah, for sure. But But no, everything's going as well as it could be rex is great i'm almost done getting my house together after being there for four months because everything else that's been going on um the kiddos having a birthday next month so am i i'm gonna take a few days yeah i will not miss a podcast but i am okay. gonna take a like a friday monday sort of i was supposed to go to nice. new orleans had to cancel all of that i did that once the storms hit um obviously right now i wouldn't i would be what an utter prick you have to be to travel if people are depending on you for work because you're gonna have to quarantine etc etc so yeah. uh but but so, hey, woe is me, right? I'm busy. I'm just hoping next year looks a little bit better than this year. I loved watching Israel Adesanya cut Paulo Costa up into pieces like a child and embarrass him. But from what I heard, that I was the only it. good fight. Um, it was the only, like, <sighs> pretty much. Well, no, there was a great uh, standing guillotine that happened mm. earlier in the main card. But, yeah, the fight overall was very pedestrian. Vanilla. The, the card. The card. The Adesanya, boy, I, I wish... I wish fucking GSP and those guys li- were living now. I would love to see how beautiful GSP's alive, he dude. is. He's not dead yet. No, no, in the sport, obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but I would have loved to have seen the best at, at, at fucking middleweight against him because he is such an amazing yeah. striker. He's the best striker in mixed martial arts, in my opinion, right now. He's like Mr. Um, Fantastic. It's like he's made a rubber where you can punch really but hard, but he can also it's like more form than that. himself it's, around it's your fist. It's the chess game. He plays with people prior to the fight, during the fight. It, it, he's a very smart kid. Tactician. Um, and I, and I, yes. I just love watching him fight. The only appropriate it. comparisons are like Machida and Silva, mm. like that style. Silva, of Silva, no, Silva, Silva, yes, and John Jones are the only as two those people. like classic counterpunching. I've never seen people yeah. move their body like this. No. He's just no. he's the closest a beautiful seen guy to watch. Silva. That's what reminded yes. me of Silva yes. is how he's flu- He's so fluid now, in granted, his movements. Israel beat Silva, but yeah. it was at an advanced oh, age. Yeah, yeah. That would have been a wonderful fight to watch as well. But hey, we're talking ghosts. Mm-hmm. So uh, Khabib is alive. He was at the fight cornering a guy. So we oh, know shit. he's fighting uh, Gus- Justin Gaethje next month. That is pay-per-view money I will spend. I'm not paying $85 for one fight. Go fuck off. What, is there a chance we could see <laughs> Israel and uh, McGregor? 
Are they not the same uh, they, weight class, could. are they? You could. It, McGregor's gone up to 70. Because yeah, I keep absolutely. hearing the comparisons of I've never seen somebody this dominant since. Mm, but they keep mentioning McGregor. Uh, McGregor would be in big trouble if he fought Israel. Oh, for sure. Big Stylistically, trouble. a really weird fight. But Very big weird. trouble. There'd You're going to have there'd Connor be going like forward. Two and a half minutes of standing and looking at each other for a minute. And then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fun fight. Uh, but life is well. I hope life is well for all of you out there. Um, we are going to take a quick break, I think, yeah, right now. Uh, we've got a very special sponsor that I think was. Uh, this is one of those weird sponsors, guys, that we just kind of. They, they approached us. Uh, we wanted to give all secular people. Mm-hmm. Time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We are not just left wing shills. We're not. Uh, we and like we to definitely, listen to everybody. We definitely had this come in last week. It yeah. has nothing to do with our intro. No, it has nothing to do with the intro at all. And now we're from our sponsor. Are you tired of dating apps that only connect you to heathens and degenerates? Maybe you want to get to the promised kingdom with a hottie by your side. Are you finding your life as a third wife less than fulfilling? Time to try Zealots Only, the only dating app that will connect cult members of all stripes. Ha! This isn't Tinder, and we don't swipe right. You can swipe them up to heaven, or you can send them to the pits of hell. Zealots Only is completely discreet and confidential. Only Xenu and Mexican Jesus and maybe John Smith will know. They'll definitely know. Zealotsonly.com. The number one dating app in and around Waco. All right, I think it's time for us to get to the voicemails. And if you guys want to send us a voicemail, you can call 970-426-5344. What? 970-426-5344, where you can leave us a voicemail, ask us a question, suggest a song, movie, TV show, internet video, or really anything to discuss. Um, if you guys want to talk shit about walnuts, I am I want you guys, <laughs> if you work under walnuts and you want to anonymously uh, berate him, we would like you to call in. I will put a filter over your voice like, you know. Like Dateline NBC episodes and shit, so you don't know who you are. Uh, you could also hit us up via email at whiskeyreel at gmail.com or on social media on Facebook and Instagram at whiskeyreel. Yes, sir. So we have two voicemails, and we're going to start with uh, if if John Brown is the fourth limb, I'd like to say that, that Ellie is now the fifth appendage of the Whiskey Reel since she sent us so much amazing content. Okay. I'm going to okay. give her that. Yeah, I'm gonna plus it the, makes us more I'm diverse. I'm going to call her the third leg. It makes us more diverse. Us three old guys have a young woman kind of a as dick. part of our team now. <laughs> yeah. She's a bitch. Um, <laughs> she's, she's a raging, raging bitch, but I love her to death. Hello, Ashats. It's Ellie. I do hope you're doing well. Except for Sean, who can die in a hole while being suffocated by a gigantic bag of dicks. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't responded in a bit, but, you know, college. Now to business. Bobby, I apologize for not properly addressing your pedophilia, and I will 100% let you know when I get a Tinder. So I do live in upstate New York and am, as the kids say, gay as fuck. Not entirely sure if either of those things will stop you, though, you sick fuck. Whoa. Is this what insulting someone other than Sean is like? This is uncomfy. And so much more difficult. <laughs> Sean is so fucking easy to make fun of. I'm sure partially because I've been doing it for so long, but mostly I think it's because he looks like an obese woodpecker. 
He practically mocks himself for me. His whole life is an insult. Seriously. How have you made it this far in life without being hunted for sport, you doughy excuse for a giraffe testicle? Anyway, in my last weeks of childhood, I am here to ask you fuckers who or what most influenced your taste in music as a kid and how that has affected your music taste now. For me, it was my dad. My actual dad, not my time dad. Who took every chance he had to turn me into a little heavy metal alkalite, which I am forever grateful for, of course. I distinctly remember him driving me to my first day of third grade, blasting Iron Maiden. I'd love to hear your response. See you in hell, shit goblins. <laughs> oh, geez, she gets more intense <laughs> with the it's such a, a aggressive. See you in hell, shit goblins. <laughs> Uh, so, all right, this could take hours. So let's uh, all be as succinct work. as we can to Absolutely. say where our ins- inspiration for our style. Yeah. Sean? Uh, okay, I'll start. Mine is very much like Ellie's. It's a combination, though. My dad was very influential in my music. He would play me. And, and if you've met my father or if you spend any time with him, he, he makes you listen to a song. If he wants you to listen to a song, he sits there and wants you to sit there oh, and listen no. to the song. And he looks in your eyes to make sure you're following the lyrics. <laughs> and he's like, are you listening? I want Thank you to you. really listen to this song. And so I do that to all of my pe- people in my life. Yeah. And they hate it as much as I hated when my dad did it. So his taste in music influenced mine quite a bit. But then when you get into hip hop and stuff, Bustos pretty much introduced me to the hip hop world completely. So he's completely responsible for that. And you now are responsible for continuing that education. But a friend of mine named Jeremy, when I was a kid, he was the kid who had, he was very musical. He had guitars at his house. He was super into Metallica, ACDC and shit. And he's pretty much the guy who kind of taught me how to play guitar when we were kids. And I would go over to his house, listen to shit my dad didn't listen to, and then learn to play guitar. So those two people, my dad and Jeremy Gerard, if you're listening, uh, guy I went to school with from kindergarten through eighth grade. Mm. Can't most of us all just say brother, dad, uncle? Yeah, I didn't be like that. Uh, like, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I, my but, uncle's taste, all my uncle's taste in music is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I had the uncle that was the maiden Judas Priest, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Kiss, uh, you know, I, the, he, that guy. Yeah. Right, and right, right. Believe it or not, his fucking name was Jerry. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, my dad really didn't have a lot of musical influence on me. Um, yeah. He would listen to like a lot of Marty Robbins and Yeah, you Merle said Haggard he was the country shit, guy. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, that little, I have a little touch of that in my repertoire but for the most part it was my brother my brother brother introduced me to you know everything from like concrete bond to b52s and pat benatar and the pixies and husker do and i mean just took me right down the line you know like i never would have known who the fuck amy man was or you know what i mean like i would have been listening to kip winger and (laughs) you know i'd probably had a happier life (laughs) just (laughs) wow yeah uh my dad too he was a blues guitar player for a long time. Oh, I wow, grew up really? listening to Steely Dan and Boop. Tommy Bolin and uh, Rolling Stones and Zeppelin. And my biggest influence, Rock Wives, is probably Black Sabbath. Mm. And then I found the Beat Street album, and it all changed. Right. And then, right. obviously, you know the road I went down. But yeah. Obviously, our dads, brothers— yeah. Older people than ourselves we are close to have a huge influence. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Well, that's a great question, Ellie. That was a fun thing that to talk awesome. about. That was awesome. Thanks for calling in. Yep. Shit Sabbath. Break. 
bloody savage. I just honestly just had like a hot flash for a second thinking about some new band that my dad wants to tell me about sitting me in front of his record player and making me sit there and analyze it. I don't think you're thinking about it hard enough. You fucking bring that up. But is there anything worse when you like, oh wait, yeah, I definitely want to let you hear this song and then they just turn to you and start talking? Yes, I hate it. And I'm like, that's awesome, (laughs) but could you shut the fuck up? No, I do it all the Yeah, It drives me nuts. And you know who does that? Chicks. Yeah, they, they do that. They don't care. cannot <laughs> yeah. sit still for three fucking no. minutes no. without running their goddamn mouth no. during one song. I know. One minute into the song, they're already thinking about the next yes. song they're going to put on. <laughs> oh, wait till this is done. I'm going to show you oh something. I'm going to show you something. That's why it never goes back and forth. Welcome to Sean Moe's Retrospective. You will yeah. sit here and you will listen to a mix of songs and comedy album bits I want you to listen to as we drive back from Denver because I'm the one driving. Uh, All right. So we have one more voicemail and I think that we should feel honored that this gentleman who has such a busy schedule and has meant so much to so much of America's youth actually called into our podcast to leave us a voicemail. You didn't know. Uh -uh. Okay. I feel like this, this gentleman needs no introduction. Once you hear the celebrity that called in, you'll know exactly who it is. Awesome. Hi everyone, and welcome to Elmo's World. Today, Elmo is in the desert, and we are going to learn how to bury a hooker. (laughs) A desert is a dry, barren area of land, especially covered with sand, and sometimes has hookers buried in it if Elmo's been there. (laughs) Okay, so, first things first, Elmo needs to dig a hole. What should we use? A shovel or a rake? That's right, a shovel. (laughs) Only a fucking idiot would use a rake to bury a hooker. Okay, let's dig. Oh, this is hard work for Elmo. This is almost as hard as when Elmo had to bury Mr. Noodle for being a fucking snitch. <laughs> Let's fast forward a little bit. There we go. Our hole is all ready. Now, Elmo needs to break down the body. So, should Elmo use light or fire? some valuable information to people if we're being frank that was um, amazing <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I'm honestly speechless. I, I don't even know what to say. Right Aaron, now. you just look like a deer in the headlights the whole time. You're like, it's what? so <laughs> accurate what he says. Um, Thank you wow. so much, Elmo. I guess you know what? We've got one more fucking voicemail. Let's do uh, let's do Brian Maestrom's voicemail too. Or, right. or do we do we wait? Do we let's let's just in case we don't get well, one next week. So yeah, like for the last two weeks, those we guys had have him. been yeah, kind true. enough to uh, include Aaron and myself on the podcast. So. Yeah, we should nah, give him a little. Let's play it. Let's give him a little pub. Yeah. Hey, boys. It's Brian from the Greenlight Weekend. I was just listening to your last episode and heard you mention the Blue Chew. And I just wanted to volunteer this, that I tried Blue Chew for the first time last week. And I got to tell you, I fucked like a champion. It was just for <laughs> recreational purposes. Just wanted to see what happened. Uh-huh. But I was impressed. And since you guys are old as fuck, I thought maybe <laughs> you would have a few fun Blue Chew stories. Uh, sorry if I'm a little mean. I just got done hosting an open mic, which is at 11th Street Station every <laughs> Monday at 8. You should come. <laughs> All right. Later, boys. Love you. Oh, well done, Brian. Well I played. like the way that you finger fuck ads for your shit in mm. here because you know what? We don't mention your podcast enough. You guys shout us out every single time. So we are glad to help you out when we can. Absolutely, man. Good. But Blue Chew Stories, I haven't tried one yet. Oh, my goodness. Bobby? Well, I haven't tried the same thing you have. Mm. There's two different uh, varietals. <laughs> Stages. <laughs> um, two different varietals. Um, <laughs> kind of. It's um, old world blue chews yeah. and there's new, new world. world, and old world. world. Well, so, like, everyone knows, like, for erectile dysfunction or just being a recreational fucker. Yeah. Um, just being a boner addict. I just like it to be know? hard more than it right. wants to be. Yeah. Just like to lay in bed and look at it. Yeah. I like yeah. to uncomfortably have a heart on all the time. Not a woman within a block of me. Absolutely you know? not. Like, That's the point. <laughs> just want to rock it. <laughs> but no, you've got the uh, Telafidil. And yes. uh, Sedenafil. Sedenafil. So Sedenafil being the Viagra okay. yes. version. Telafidil. Something like that. Being Cialis. Right. So Cialis is a more slower onset. You can take one. It'll last. It'll stay in your system for like th- almost three days. Mm. Right. And you're pretty much ready to pop whenever. You know what I mean? Nice. Which I think is more like, efficient. <laughs> well, <laughs> other than the other one that's just like giant pulling that arrow out of your quiver. And like, <laughs> <laughs> you've got oh, two man. hours to just, just destroy, destroy somebody's life. Anal. Side effect is anal. Side effect yeah. is just anal. It just says anal. No anal contusions. Well, no anal leakage. It uh, just says anal. This stuff is not to be trifled with. It is not <laughs> recreational. You will do bad things to people. You will Air looks confuse so people's minds. Manic. It's weird. It gets very intense. And I couldn't recommend it. <laughs> but it's awesome. Like, you don't, you know, man, it's. It's a tool in the two of box. I've never tried I mean, recreational Viagra. What I've heard, though, is that you don't necessarily come anytime soon. No, oh, no. yeah, I know. And so, like, I haven't come for three I, days. I, I kind of, right. I Just kind say. of, like, eventually getting there. And I'm wait, so trying. Is it, is it like, is it kind of like a shot that's going to go off when you don't realize it? Like, at some point, you're just no, going to no, spurt? No, 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 no. no. It's, oh, okay. Uh, okay, what, all it does is make your dick hard. It doesn't make you more, like, libido oriented. Uh, right. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything to your inside of your brain. It literally just makes your dick rock hard. That's it. So imagine Pulsating. walking around, not wanting to fuck. And just rocking a honker, dude. It's See, I wouldn't do amazing. it unless I was planning on no, laying I, well, waste to some gash. Obviously, that's the idea. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> like the other night, I went in for an hour, had a smoking a pancake, smoking a pancake. Came back for an hour, had another smoking a pancake, 
came no. back for an hour, and I'm like, it no. keeps going and going. Pipe in a crepe? Pipe in a crepe. Long sorry, 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 sorry. Well, then there is I no misspoke. policing you, Austin Powers and Faja. <laughs> I misspoke. Um, <laughs> it is. A, I think it's awesome how much tool. we quote the worst Austin Powers movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so great. quotable. The movie's it's just great. a bunch of quotes so strung together. <laughs> it's a horrible movie. We it's all know so that. Bad, but it's so bad, but I've seen it so much. Maybe we should talk about something that we watch that's good. Yeah, let's do that. What do you think? What do you think? Los Niños. Um, are we all caught up on the boys? Uh-uh. I'm like on episode I've been, five. I I've think been I still dragging five. Rex through the first season so I can right. get to the second season. We so just you've seen none of the second season. It. I saw the first episode. Okay. Okay. I'm right. not there yet, guys. I'm right. sorry. So you're nowhere. Like you have no idea. I have no <laughs> clue what's about to happen. Yeah, I think it's you're, you're in the season. epilogue for the first season, it. essentially. I love, yeah. It. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think it's better than the first season. I think it's darker for sure. I loved watching the first um, season again before yeah. the second right. season, though. I wouldn't have done that otherwise, and I'm glad I did. There was a lot of cute little shit that I missed. A lot of shows like this, though, are burdened with setting you up. The first season is rarely remembered as the most fun to watch because they're burdened with establishing this character in these worlds. Now they get to do whatever the fuck they want, and they get to do more mm. crazy shit without having to explain to you where these people are from or what their right, motivations right, right. are. Well, narratively, you can continue to tell those origins, and this is what they've done, is as the story unfolds, Mm -hmm. then you go back, Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, and by the way, Mm -hmm. here's where this prick came from. Yep. You know what I mean? Right. Like, noir or something like that. Black noir. We still don't know shit about We're going to continue to learn about that idiot, I'm sure. Yeah. One of my favorite characters. Yeah. Because his name is Black Black. (laughs) Shit. Noir just means black, so his name is Black Black. (laughs) Yes, sir. And he plays piano. Like an angel. He does. Like an angel. Yeah, but I want to see, I want him to open his face. Like his, his, it's going to be some big reveal. It's going to be like a clone of Huey or some shit. No, like, they showed half his face. They showed the part of it, episode. yeah. That's right. It's the like very all first mangled episode. and burnt and shit. Yeah, it's okay. kind of fucked up. Of course up. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course yeah. it is. So is he the, um, I've noticed yeah. Carl Urban in the second season seems a little swollen. Yeah. Like maybe walked into a beehive. Yeah. I don't know what's... No, he definitely he grew more beard and his hair is crazier to kind of hide how much more doughy he is. He's a little pastier, yeah, and uh, uh, not pasty, uh, doughy. I think is actually yeah, the right word. Is. Yeah, yeah. And he um, seems a little pastry. bit more. He also seems more like he seems more subdued. He seems he seems more, yeah. It got dark for him. It did. He his is, character he's really got upset. dark. He's yeah. very upset. Uh, he keeps threatening to leave the whole fucking. You'll see. It's yeah. a great. Fucking well, if you series. haven't seen that at the at the end point, his end in the first season is the biggest reveal so far. Yes. I think in the series of like holy fucking amazing. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Rex, so unraveling Rex that. put her head in her hands yeah. and she was like, "What, what the, the fuck?" fuck? <laughs> yeah. it, and it's one of those moments when you're like, "Well, of course that's what fucking happened." Mm-hmm. Well, I know. You know what but I mean? Still, but but still. it lands. It lands really hard because uh, you feel like an idiot. Like, yeah. you're like, Shit, why the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Of course that's what they fucking did. <laughs> for sure. for they sure. told me what they were going to do. I'm so bad and at figuring out the end. Oh. I can never figure out, like, I'm such an innocent, R- big R-worded child when it comes yeah. to figuring out plots and, like, what's going to happen. Meanwhile, like, I- I'll watch a movie with you or you guys or Rex, and they're like, uh, yeah, of course yeah. that happened. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't see any of it. Right. I'm like a big, dumb, naive. You're constantly just like, that was that guy? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> the Joker's bad? See, yeah, I'm I an wish idiot, I, that's, I'm an and idiot. You know, that, you, that you may call ignorance, but that ignorance is bliss because 
I've gotten to the point where I'm like 60, 40. I can call most things, even the ones that try to hide it the most are like, like I figured out knives out in the first act. I was like, I think I have an idea of what's going on here. And I hate that I do that. I wish I could see. And when shit does. But those like knives out, just enjoy the ride, right? Yeah, like, it's the whole point. It's a that's whodunit. everything. Enjoy the ride. I very rarely get. The I wish end I could game. be like that. I love it. Maybe I should smoke more weed and see if that mm. helps. <laughs> I don't think you can physically smoke more weed. Dude, you trash 50 MIGs. At some point, you're going to have to think about retirement, I told you at the time I ate 100 on accident before I went and saw Ant-Man. I wouldn't even be alive. And that kind of like, I wouldn't even be alive. 100? I took 100 and was high for like a day and a half. I fell asleep at the Giants game like four times. I (laughs) ate $300 of concession food. (laughs) Like I never got full. (laughs) I was like, yeah, they got a grass-fed burger place back doing sliders back here. And I ate all those. And then I came, the guy with nachos came by and I was like, I want nachos. I ate like three of those carnation milk cups. Yeah. Ew, with the wood spoons? Yeah, I love that shit. Fuck those things. I love that shit. Fuck those things. This is a baseball treat, I, dude. I, I eat when I'm drunk, not when I'm high. I'm very weird like I that. I do like both. When I I'm eat high, when I'm, I'm everything. Really like... So we're watching other things. Oh, yeah. yeah we're watching sorry. other things. Sorry. Uh, sorry about Raised it. by Wolves. Caught up on that. I'm love on episode. It. I had to go back, and I think I'm on episode. I have to wait for episode five. I'm, I'm oh, going to start okay. five. Yeah, you're, so. you're a little behind as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the whole first season. Well, these shows aren't Amazing. something you can just put on to catch up on. I got to no, sit the fuck down yeah. and really pay attention. Yes, especially with that show. Yeah. It is fucking wild. It's a little intense. Um, yeah. I do have to say the child actor, uh, um, Campion. Campion? I like that kid. Is He's for great. me, borderline ruining that fucking show. Really? Dude. I fucking hate him. You don't like him? I hate him. Oh, my God. I, I like the other little kid. I think he's great. He's doing exactly what he needs to do. <sighs> Keep watching. Can you not? Oh, wait. Dude, I well, saw the whole season. Uh, you saw the whole season already? Why don't you see the whole thing already? All eight are out. Are they out? Yeah. All eight? Nine. Yeah, they're on HBO. There's. I thought there was one more. Uh-huh. Is it I, only the I nine? I think it's eight. or uh, what Either way, I saw the whole thing. I thought thing. they were doing I one a week it. or something. Uh, yeah, there's there's nine on the okay. server. Okay, so I, my guess is, let's just say if I'm right, I've been watching this going, somehow the Mithraic people are going to call Campion their messiah or something. Mm-hmm. That kid's like going to be held on, up or son. something like that. Hold on, son. That's what it seems like Hold to me. Hold on. It gets real cool in that it regard. Really cool. It's pretty cool in already, but what's the what's what bugs you about the kid? Is it just the way I his... I man. I is it the way he delivers lines? Is yeah. It, I, I, I hate his little fucking... I hate his stupid I, I, face. I know. I hate him. Stupid little British <laughs> face. Do I do. Him. Did no. you hate young Christian Bale when you saw him when he was a kid and shit? Were you like, I hate that fucking kid? No. Because I know what a handful of people. That, like Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun. Oh Newsies. my God. Are you kidding me? He was in Newsies. He was Empire in Empire uh, of the Sun. Well, was fucking, a... first of all, Newsies. Fuck off. Is for teenage girls. So Look at me. If you're, a, if you're a grown up man and you can watch Newsies, well, I watched it because I friends. You might need to watch it. Well, it came out like Newsies friends. Yeah. It came out when I was 10. I saw you it can't in the watch theater. fucking Newsies Come right on, now. No, I tried it. to watch it now, and it's just, I There's can't. no way, right? <laughs> Hot garbage. <laughs> Empire of the Sun's a beautiful movie. Empire of well, the yeah, Sun's. It's Spielberg, dude. It's yeah. great. It's one of his most underrated films. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. But no, um, Raised by it's very deep and dark and twisted and awesome and everything I wanted out of it. I enjoy it. Yeah, quite a bit. I like most of the kid actors. I like. I just. I don't know. For some reason that fucking Campion kid could suck it, dude. I fucking yeah. want him. I to like die. Ragnar Lothbrok. I'm like, oh great. I guess he's gonna live. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking asshole. So, like the last fifteen episodes of this podcast, we've talked about Lovecraft Country, yeah. The Boys, Raised by Wolves, and it wouldn't be an episode of the Whiskey Reel if we didn't get to some Deftone songs. No, we're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna go Bobby first. 
Okay. Are we going me first? Yeah, you first. But let's just let him know. Th- another Deftones song. I'm sorry, guys. I, you could have waited a week. We you told you when the new week. album dropped, we would say it. I'm promising you, after this, yeah. no more. We'll take a beat. No more. Take just a couple weeks off. No more, I promise. But listen... What are you going to do? Dude? There's you? not a yes. lot of new Well, okay, music. and it's not just the Deftones. Bobby, get to the other band we've never talked about. <laughs> I believe we covered this a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> Great song, though. Um, Michael Patton probably gotten more pub on this uh, podcast than most folks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the Idris Elba of music oh my on God. this podcast. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> although what? Idris Elba is the Idris Elba of music, though. He's a rapper. Ah, DJ. Is he? DJ. DJ. Oh, okay. He's kicked a couple there. Is he he's okay? Is he pretty there. good? No. It's not bad. No, he's bad. <laughs> so Mike Patton um, and Mr. Bungle are coming out with an album October 15th, something like that, something I think. Like it's like that. mid-October-ish. Ish, ish, ish. Um, which I think is perfect timing for a Bungle album mm-hmm. to come out around Halloween. Oh, yeah. oh hey. shit. That's I mean, someone's killing that. This, to me, I, I, have you guys listened to this yet? I, I did not. Too? I got a clip um, of it, but I didn't listen to this it. This sounds like, like more bungly to me than very much. Um, the last song that we played was a very thrashy fucking throwback. This Ooh. is this is a bungle song. It's called Erasist, and mm-hmm. it's fucking dope. <laughs> Sweet. La <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Get, no, get, get off, off your, your phone. phone, dude. Yeah, every time you get in your phone, I just got a Google alert. This is the thing. Every we'll time you go on your phone, week. I know that you're planting <laughs> seeds to grow wonderful podcast material for later on. I know, but just wait. This is what I do, man. Just wait to make girls angry till later. My process is killing. <laughs> anyway, so that song. Okay, like I told you guys, I don't. I wasn't really a big Mr. Bungle fan or didn't really hear of him mm-hmm. before this. But it's I love that it sounds like it sounds like Mr. Bungle, right? This is one of those yeah. safety safe, like they're always gonna sound like this. They're gonna kind of present themselves in the same and way. Like, and it's one of those songs you'll get into a little later. It's like a time capsule. Like three minutes in, they hit this crazy time signature change, oh, which okay. is very Mr. Bungle. Mm-hmm. Um we didn't get to that part, but like people should definitely listen to this song because it's a very signature move mm-hmm. that they do. Um, it sounds like a bungle song, man. It's killer. I love it. Nice. Like, I'm so excited dude, about this Dave album. Lombardo. Bardo, dude. It's so good. He's so good. You guys <laughs> don't realize the drumming going on right now. Mm-hmm. It is so well played. The mix is so tight. Uh, that's something that Bungle hasn't necessarily had its entire yep. yeah. career. Um, so enjoy the fact that Scott Ian and Dave Lombardo are actually playing in this band now. All um, right, I now, can't wait. Uh, now, what Teftone song made oh you cry this morning, Aaron? Guys, okay. Last time, I'm wearing the shirt. I love it so <laughs> much. Um, you are. You gave me, and I want it known that you gave me so much shit for wearing my Master of Puppets shirt to the Master of Puppets podcast. Mm-hmm. And so, mine was more on the nose because it was the album that we were doing. Yeah, I mean, but it's a little you, gauche. 
It's very good. You're wearing your fucking Caius. I'm the only one not wearing a band shirt. I got a Masters of the Universe shirt. Are we playing Caius today? Exactly. We, we're always playing Caius. Uh, it comes out in your voice. <laughs> I know. It's always in the background. You of reek of Caius. I do reek of Caius. You do reek you of Caius. You radiate Caius. Um, last time we're going to talk about the tones. Um, I'm so happy to hear the entire album. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. It's an exploration of their entire discography. They do stuff from their early work to their late work. They've become mature elder statesmen of this music, which is only Deftones. And the only song that moved me immediately I love the songs because there are a lot of a lot of weird, you know, time switches mm-hmm. and level changes and a lot of weird instrumentation. The one that got me immediately is a song called Radiant City okay. because it comes in so hard. Um, after the first couple bar, uh, first couple measures, the guitar comes in. It turns into a deaf song, deaf tone song, right in front of your eyes. But the bass playing in this initial few measures is so sexy. All right. If you have never seen the meme of, I'm going to go listen to Deftones, have some sex, listen to more Deftones, and go have some more sex. That's what this is. That's very this specific album meme. is so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just them being adults That's and amazing. loving themselves and really Frankie Delgado doing his fucking mixing and uh, synth work and scratching with pedals. Yeah. Fucking uh, dude, Abe is amazing on this. They're, I, I, I'm just really happy for them. Uh, it feels like they've, they've gotten to the top of the mountaintop. I would, it's pre Koina Yokin uh, Deftones to me. It's. Diamond not, that that, not that that's a bad no, album. No, Diamond Dice yeah. mixed with Around the Fur, mm-hmm. mixed with White Pony, mm-hmm. mixed with Self Titled. They pulled from all of their old experiences, and it feels like they. It's just, I, I love it, guys. I don't know what to. Hey, yo, drop that beat. Yeah, that's probably the banger on the album. And yeah. Pompeii is a yeah. quiet one. Yep. And uh, the what is it? The mathematics one? Mm-hmm. It seems like Chino is just playing with his vocals so much it's on this so album. Bobby, man. I love it. He's playing with it so much. And I, 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 mm-hmm. I, don't, I love it. Like, normally I'm like, oh, fuck, why is this a filter or whatever? But I don't know, man. It really works Dude, on this album. Dude, Steph wrote more of this album than any other album that they've made, the guitar player. With his nine-string nightmare right. fucking guitar. He wrote more of the actual music of this album than any other album. And I love the influence of what he's been doing. Yeah. I really do. I, I, I think it's taking them. They're still hard. They're still dynamic. It's not over the top. It's not, mm-hmm. it, it's not like gratuitous. You know what I mean? Right. Like gratuitous hard. It's just this real emo- – like when people used to call it emo – yeah. They're actually emo. There's an emotional thing that happens for yeah. me with Deftones. Yeah, me too. Where I feel it. I don't just hear it anymore. They're proto-emo, bro. 
Well, Speaking before of feelings. emo is emo. Speaking of feelings. Thus feelings. begins the eight plus week moratorium on Deftone songs. Okay. First, let's declare that. We're done. Yeah, let's do that. And I will promise you guys eight I'm weeks so sorry. of me bringing in Hamilton songs to counteract this bullshit. And, and we're quitting. I announce my retirement. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be you and Elijah Craig doing a fucking podcast. You guys, you Craig. <laughs> Let me just tell you the difference between the original Broadway cast recording versus the touring cast recording. Okay. Because Hamilton, do, do you see how I, 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 I'm like a shark? I'm just doing it to piss you off. I wouldn't bring in I Hamilton know. songs. I, I enjoy the show, but I'm not going to listen to the songs all the time. Uh, what's uh, what should we say for it's clutching the, the pearls? Musicals. Can't <laughs> well, you're just waiting for his brother Callinger oh to come. Campion and Callinger were once ruled red realms. Um, what wisdom do y'all have to clutch oh, I don't know. Do you have wisdom? Um, I guess I always go like second or third, so I'll go first. Um, if you're in public and you feel that you need to correct people, <laughs> um, <laughs> which Aaron does often, uh, mm, uh, I'm realizing there's a pattern developing, and this goes back to our former conversation. Yeah, there's something happening right now, and everything's being amplified right now. Mm-hmm. If you feel the need to correct somebody on their bad behavior, count to fucking five before you do it. I know you immediately want to do it. Count to five. It's not a hill to die on every single yeah, time. Is this the hill you're going to die and, on? And, my and you know what? The people, the people that are with those people are the ones that are going to have to live with them and go home with them. Right. We don't need to save the world all the time. If an injustice is occurring, obviously get involved. Please get involved. If somebody is being hurt, get involved. But if somebody says something rude to somebody else, you don't always have to be the defender of justice. Take five seconds because I'm noticing this happening more and more as I'm out in public on a more frequent basis, even having a cup of coffee or whatever. There's these everything's really high pitched right now. So please be careful. Wait a minute before you say anything. That's all. And that's really all I got, man. I think everyone's walking around right now like a guitar string. No, Amen. Just ready to like, no, the, like the high E where mm-hmm. it's just like, you don't know when it's going to pop. Yep. Whether or not don't they're waiting know. for it. Cause some people are consciously waiting for the moment they get to release this. Mm-hmm. That's oh, been yeah. building up into them. But yeah, whether it's that it's, you are everybody, everything everyone believes in is concentrated and raised up to 11 and behind every, if you, if you step to somebody, everything they are and everything they believe in is going to come at you. Now that's pretty much what's yeah. happening. Right. Yeah. 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 I can, I can. Yep. That Everything's been distilled to these are my, these are my beliefs. I will kill for them. Well, and we all watch enough social media videos and shit that we all want to take a Karen down. Mm. We mm. all want to be a Karen hunter. We would yeah. love to do and that. And I, I know I saw this the other night at, at one of our favorite bars. I was with a gentleman and there was a mask thing. Of course, a guy came in, didn't have the mask, didn't Come put the on, mask man. on. None of the management at the restaurant told him to put the fucking mask on. Mm-hmm. So the guy sitting with me decided I'll take this upon myself. Yeah. I'll go tell him to put the fucking mask on and hand him a mask, which mm-hmm. then, of course, turns into a huge confrontation. What do you think? You know? And for some reason, the fucking guy just dogged me out for the next 30 minutes while he was waiting for his to-go order, wearing a mask, wouldn't stop staring at me. And I finally looked over and I'm like, I was like, you realize I didn't say a fucking word to you, right? Like, I was yeah. not involved in it. Good. It was this fucking asshole. Well, number one, <laughs> good good on you for you know? saying that. Yeah, and then he starts popping off at me, though, and then I'm like, well, mm-hmm. he just wants somebody Damn to it, fucking... Dude. I was like, but if you want to take a walk, we'll take a walk, mm-hmm. man. But, like, 
What are you doing? See, you don't, you don't, you can't deal with those people by saying, hey, man, you put on a mask. You walk up with a staple gun and you staple it to their fat fucking face. <laughs> Which is way less confrontational. Way less. No, because seriously, <laughs> if, this thing's, if this thing's popping off and oh you're, I know God. you're going to go harder, I mm-hmm. can already tell. So I launched the nukes first. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I right. get it. I, I, I know you think it's a hoax. I know it's all horseshit, blah, blah, blah. It don't actually stop the virus. You know yeah. what I'm saying that, right? Can you we, all know science. Can you just play right in the playground? There's certain rules. You can't hit other kids. You can't do other stuff. It's playground rules. You I can't get just it. shit in you the tan bark because you saw like a cat it. do it. You don't have mm-hmm. to like it. Just do it. Just come on, dude. And the thing is, is you're not going to get in trouble. The goddamn restaurant's going to get in trouble. Yeah, Why asshole. do you want to fuck with these people that yep. are just trying to make a living mm-hmm. and go the fuck home tonight? It's already mm-hmm. hard enough with having half the turns you mm-hmm. have. I feel you. Thank you. My pearls of wisdom is. Uh, oh, we left Sean for last. You left me for last. So um, this is kind of a two part. I, I haven't even gone. Oh, you didn't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, okay. I didn't. Okay. Oh, my bad. Go. Oh, I can go. Do you want me to go? I can. I can go last, but my, it doesn't easy. matter. Um, I have a therapist, <laughs> and uh, As she we all and I, should. She and I had a really therapists. interesting conversation because I had this realization over the last few weeks, months, I guess. Mm-hmm. That I continually start dating women that are completely unavailable. Yeah. Unavailable. Mm-hmm. Already got a thing. Like emotionally a, or physically? Emotionally, physically, like, or in one respect okay, or another. Okay, okay. Not viable, not available, already involved in something that makes this like an untenable situation, right? And so like, I was like, well, what, why the fuck? And then she went Freud and said, tell me about your mother. I, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> So I just couldn't understand, like, why do I keep ending up in these situations? Because sometimes it sucks. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. it's fucking great. Of course. Like, oh, yeah, my God. Because you can dip. You just yeah. want to show up at my house a couple of times a week and fucking leave and not be my problem? Utility <laughs> pussy. But have a nice night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes, though, you actually like people. And yeah. you're like, God, I wish you were more available to me. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, but you got this thing. Yeah. So we had a nice little talk. And what I realized, and this is a roundabout way of saying it doesn't fucking matter because that's what life is giving me right now. Mm-hmm. That's just what's become available to me at this moment. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's probably what I fucking need. Mm. I've been in a relationship for four years. That's true. You know what I mean? And, and maybe what I that, need right now is. part of that was another long-term relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So, 14 year. Yeah. Something with yeah. paperwork and shit. Paperwork. <laughs> paperwork. There was a so, house. Yeah, uh, so anyways, yeah, I just had this like moment of like, you know what? I just need to shut the fuck up, let, turn my brain off and like just understand this is what's being made available mm-hmm. to me. And just, you know, mm-hmm. take what you can get out of it and have fun with it and realize this is probably for the best. Yes. I don't need to be like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I like well it. said, Bobby. I like um, it. I just went on vacation for four days, and my job entails me staring at three computer screens for the better part of 10 hours, like five to six days a week. So I am in the marketing business, so I'm constantly on things like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And when people lately have been watching this social dilemma um, documentary on Netflix, which is very eye-opening for a lot of people. Uh, Unfortunately, you'd say you can judge me however you want. I knew about a lot of these things, how these things were designed and how they are manipulating people to get you to purchase things because that's my business. Um, It really, really made a difference in my life for four days to 
completely unplug from social media altogether. Um, I can't do that for my job. I have to pretty much look at that. There's ways to get around it where I can go to business.facebook.com. Only look at business shit. But for the most part, I still have to look at these feeds to see what's going on. And so taking four days where I completely didn't look at my phone or my computer, really, unless I was checking for when our movie time was or when our reservations are. While... The reaction to this documentary is similar to the when Food Inc. came out. Everybody was a fucking <laughs> vegan for a week. Right. So everybody that's canceling all their social media, we get it. Social media is not going anywhere, unfortunately. It's still going to be here. But I'm hoping to see some really big changes after people's eyes have been opened. But please, if you can, unplug yourself from social media, especially if you find negatively affecting the way that you feel about everything. If you find yourself more anxious. I got to tell you, man, I honestly I find myself pretty fucking anxious a lot. I run pretty fucking high strung. Four days not looking at fucking social media was a big fucking difference. And so unplug when you can, except always look at the Whiskey Reel accounts and just the Whiskey Reel accounts. Yeah. Check that. Make sure you check that daily. Yeah. Fuck your parents. Yeah. But don't look at political shit or what your grandpa has to say about the America that he thinks is dying. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know my feelings on it. Yeah. You won't. You refuse to get on even if it helps the podcast. I think I (laughs) I th- no, I think we're just in a dying cyclical thing that will eventually and honestly, correct itself. Your personality I really type. I mean, just think about the story Aaron just told about how he's frequently injecting himself into situations because you feel like you need to be the hero. Imagine that on social media. You'd be the same type of person. If you were reading it that shit all be, the time, you would be angry and just it would vitriol. be a deafening, horrible, masochistic experience for me. It's not even just that. that. And like, I know we're going to wrap here pretty quick, but. I've heard a lot of people talk about it. This is actually addiction on a level that like our bodies can't really deal with. Like right. we're not evolutionary not physi- set up. Not for physically this. addictive, yo. Right. You know, so now I it's mean, like it's- we got, I mean, you got like screens everywhere and you get, you're jerking off with your right hand and you're checking for notifications mm-hmm. on your left hand. Cause all you're wanting is an endorphin rush from fucking yeah. something. And every little being that comes up, every little red dot, you're like, Oh fucking a notification. Actually, your brain now that I fires. count it again, I have six. If you count, I have six screens going at once. I have my laptop screen, the two extra screens. Oh, to have different shit. Screen. No, my f- <laughs> two phones. Cause I have to have two phones for this job. I'm checking. <laughs> accounts on and the TV. Yes, like so I've got dopamine dumping for like I can check here for the score. I can look here for have I gotten a text message. I need to check here if I got any emails. And every time I get something, whether it's a reaction to something I posted, something my client posted, or an email to something I've been waiting for the answer for, it's all it's very similar to the way slot machines, except it's way more interactive. Literally, they've already come out and said it's the same. It's the likes and the scrolling and all that stuff is exactly the same, except it's even crazier because you add the personal element and people creating the content and when you're at a slot machine you're not as emotionally invested in this 15 second video you just put together that you worked really hard right, on right, or right. this podcast that you just put together that only 70 people are going to listen to how dare you yeah and if you think that i don't sit there looking at soundcloud refreshing right when i posted to see how many we're getting immediately you'd be crazy everything on psychotic. here is designed yeah <laughs> right, psychotic right. and it's not your fault that's what you do you know what i mean i yeah. mean i think and instead we, of us taking a beat and saying there are fucking several dozen people that love listening to us yes. every single week, mm-hmm. which is what our focus should be. Wouldn't yes. that be awesome? Mm-hmm. That's what our focus. It should make us happy mm-hmm. that we have that. I'm happy. I'm happy. I do this. You know? I do this honestly to hear our like. I do this so I can yeah. listen to it later. Me too. And that is all that really matters. We do it because we like doing it. We can never make money from this shit. No, it doesn't matter. 
That's not true. But get off social media. Well, the point being, if we never make a dime, I'm going to be a happy guy. Because that was never the point. We have no a legacy. should it be for any a, sort of yep. artistic endeavor that you do. Whatever you care about that doesn't involve monetization should mm-hmm. be done strictly for the reason of doing that. Yeah. And, 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 if, and if something comes behind and you get compensated later for it, God bless you. If you, if you love woodworking and you get paid for it later on. God bless you. Making music, doing art, whatever you want to do, monetization should not be the primary focus. And unfortunately, that's exactly what the primary yeah. focus is. Yeah. Well, it is. It's because the you have an entire generation that you told, find the thing that you love. You'll never work a day in your life. And what they didn't realize was, is find what you love. You're probably going to not be in the 1% of people that succeed at it. So do it because you love it. But you're probably going to have to find a fucking yeah. day job so you can support the family that you had when you were way too young. You fucking Amen. idiot. Amen. Right. <laughs> Amen. And Learn how to type, Agnes. And that sucks. Learn how to type, Agnes. You know who never learned to type? Grimes. People of Praise is a charismatic Christian parachurch organization that provides community, spiritual direction, and opportunities for service to its members. It is not a church or denomination, and membership is open to any baptized Christian who affirms the Nicene Creed and agrees to the community's covenant. The majority of its members are Catholics, but Protestants can also join. It has 21 branches in the United States, Canada, and the Caribbean, with approximately 3,000 members including children. It founded a group of non-denominational Christian schools, Trinity Schools. People of Praise was formed in 1971 by Kevin Rannigan and Paul DeSells. Both men were involved in the Catholic Charismatic Renewal, in which Pentecostal religious experiences such as baptism in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues and prophecy were practiced by Catholics. In its early history, it influenced the institutional development of the Catholic Charismatic Movement in the United States and played important roles in national charismatic conferences. People of Praise practices a controversial form of spiritual direction that involves supervision of a member by a more spiritually mature person called a head. Have a nice day.